the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. If we look to the answer as to why for so many years we achieved so much, prospered as no other people on earth, it was because here in this land we unleashed the energy and individual genius of man to a greater extent than has ever been done before. Those who say that we're in a time when there are no heroes, they just don't know where to look. The sloping hills of Arlington National Cemetery with its row upon row of simple white markers bearing crosses or stars of David. They add up to only a tiny fraction of the price that has been paid for our freedom. As for the enemies of freedom, those who are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it, sacrifice for it. We will not surrender for it now or ever. We are Americans. France Authority on AM 1420. The answer. Yes, indeed, it is. And a good morning. At nine minutes after the hour, 10 o'clock, it is a Thursday, the 16th morning of the first month of the year of our Lord, 2020. Uh, we have a country to save, and we must commence saving it. We have about 10 and a half months to do it, and uh, I cannot wait. I cannot wait to see whether or not the pens that Nancy Pelosi handed out yesterday as participation trophies... Uh, as they sit under glass in the mansions of all of those demon rat representatives who signed it, I can't wait to see whether or not they console them when President Trump is reelected as we save this country on November 3rd of 2020. Just think about that for a moment. You remember the screaming at the sky that they did when Hillary lost? Can you imagine after four years of Trump victories? And after four years of their incessant obstruction fall completely flat and completely irrelevant? Can you imagine what they will do when he is sworn in? Maybe those pens, maybe those trophies under glass in their mansions will make them feel better. All right, uh, time to uh, continue, and our friend Dr. Everett Piper joins us now, as promised, on AM 1420. The answer, Dr. Piper, is a... Uh, past president of Oklahoma Wesleyan University. He is a best-selling author. He's a columnist with the Washington Times. He's a highly sought-after speaker and pundit. Dr. Piper, good morning. How are you? Good morning, Bob. Thank you for having me on. Always a pleasure. Dr. Piper, I just had a caller bring up something that I thought I would kind of pass on to you because of your status as a prominent evangelical supporter of the president. Um, did you note or take note of the uh, repetitive 
references to religion or religious uh, iconography in the uh, coverage yesterday of that signing ceremony. Chris Matthews and a bunch of his um, uh, 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 acolytes and, and, and colleagues, I guess, at MSNBC kept referring to the ceremony and the history of this as being sacramental, as being sacred, as, as being, as, you know, and, and the caller just pointed out, this is what Dennis Prager always says, that the left really reveres government as its God. And, and the government took those steps by way of Nancy Pelosi's signing ceremony yesterday. They, they really did seem like they were worshiping themselves as being almost godlike. Yeah, we're, this lesson is as old as human history. Uh, there's really no such thing as an atheist, someone who does not believe in God. If you set aside the sovereign God, the God of Scripture, the God of Israel, the God of Christianity, if you set aside the triune God, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, if you set aside belief in a God bigger than you, you will always create a new God, and it will be a God basically equal to you. You will er worship the God you see in the mirror rather than the God you find in Scripture. There's no such thing as an atheist. Vacuums are always filled, and if you expunge our Creator from the discussion, from the cultural equation, you will start worshiping the created rather than the Creator. The Apostle Paul told us this 2,000 years ago. When you start worshiping the created, yourself, rather than the creator, you are given over to a reprobate mind, a debased mind. You cannot think clearly any longer, because everything is subjective rather than objective. You become the measuring rod of all things being measured. Again, to paraphrase C.S. Lewis, you become as gods. You will worship yourself. You will demand that everyone else bow down and pay homage to you. There's no such thing as an atheist. You will create yourself to be as God when you dethrone God from the throne. That is uh, extraordinarily well said, Dr. Piper. Uh, Let's talk more about the president. Let's talk more about... um, uh, what he has done and the way he is being treated as a result. Your Friday column for the Times, the Washington Times, you quote some of the Democrats who uh, uh, who opposed his decision to eradicate evil from the world in the person of uh, Qasem Soleimani. Nancy Pelosi said the action to kill Soleimani risked further provoking, uh, or excuse me, risked provoking further dangerous escalation of violence. Elizabeth Warren, the president's reckless move escalated the situation with Iran and increased the likelihood of more deaths. Cory Booker, uh, Alexandria Damasio Cortez, all of them saying very similar things. Um, isn't kind of, you know, do, do we not have kind of a two pronged job when we celebrate glory? We celebrate holiness. We celebrate that which was, which is good. Do we not also have a, a, a second uh, step there, which is to eradicate the world of evil? And isn't that something that we should actually be congratulating and thanking the president for? Well, I'm playing off of the first commentary. When you declare yourself to be superior, the measure of all things, which the Democratic Party actually has done, they've booed God at their conventions. They've said that we have the power to define ourselves in spite of scientific facts. If we want to be female, it doesn't matter if we're male. If we want to be black, it doesn't matter if we're white. If we want to, we can, if you, if there's a guy in 
Texas that claims he's a dragon because he doesn't believe himself to be a human being. Now, what does this have to do with this commentary? You call evil good and good evil. And that is what the Democrats have done with regard to Soleimani. They have elevated this man, a man who brought butchery and violence all across the Middle East, Africa, and even was exporting it into Europe, and many would argue probably into the United States. This man, this man was a butcher. This man actually trained his soldiers to drill holes into little boys' legs as their fathers were watching so that they could extort uh, confessions out of the father and information out of the father by virtue of torturing his children. These are proven facts. This man crucified, executed, burned, and exterminated Christians across the Middle East where they had lived for 2,000 years. And yet the Democratic Party calls Donald Trump the monster? That is a quote from AOC, that Donald Trump is the monster. This is incredible. What we have here, and I'm going to read from my article, we've got a situation where Donald Trump eliminated the devil of a man who encouraged his soldiers to rape young girls, to drill holes in little boys' legs, and our progressive know-it-alls in Congress stumble, stumble over themselves to claim that Mr. Trump is the monster? You know, crisis always exposes a person's true character. It's a window to the person's soul. And over the past few days, our president has shown himself to be confident, bold, yet restrained for the country's greater good, while the Democrats have proven what many of us already knew. They are feckless cowards who value nothing but themselves and their power. Nikki Haley nailed it. You know, President Trump kills a sadistic butcher, and our Democrat leaders can't seem to restrain themselves from rushing to build Soleimani a shrine. You almost suspect that they're going to go do likewise for Stalin, Mussolini, Pol Pot, and Hitler. We live in an Orwell novel. Everything is upside down. The Democrats call evil good and good evil. Dr. Everett Piper, very, very well stated, as always. I'm going to use this as a break because I do want to get into a couple of other issues, including uh, Elizabeth Warren taking some very drastic steps that I know you have some feelings about with respect to uh, people's ability to freely build their homes and continue to try to advance themselves and our civilization. But then also, are we truly civilized when sex offenders can identify as children and proclaim pornography to be protected free speech all as a part of the Rainbow uh, Mafia. Dr. Everett Piper is going to comment on both of those stories coming up on AM 1420, The Answer. It's the Bob France Authority here on AM 1420, The Answer. Ten twenty-two. One more segment with Dr. Everett Piper joining us on AM fourteen twenty. The Answer, best-selling author and columnist for the Washington Times. Dr. Piper, you tweeted about this uh, yesterday, and uh, I want to get get your uh, more in-depth thoughts on this. There's a story about a convicted sex offender from Michigan who claims to identify as not only being a girl instead of a male, but an eight-year-old girl 
and thus perhaps protected uh, from the law as a minor when he was caught with pornography on his computer, which he is now arguing is protected by free speech. Is there any question whatsoever that this type of behavior and this type of defense uh, is is what is born of the rainbow mafia? You call it the rainbow cabal, but it really is uh, this this never-ending movement to allow people to be what they say they want to be or believe they are to be, uh, laws be damned. Ideas always have consequences. There's no idea that you have, Bob, or that I have that doesn't bear consequences, either negative or positive. What we teach in the classroom will be practiced in our culture, in our courts, and in our country. Ideas always bear fruit. They never lie fallow. And here's what we have with regard to this name-it-claim-it ontology of the radical progressive rainbow rainbow cabal. If you can define yourself in a subjective way, where does it stop? Where does that idea ultimately lead you? If you can define yourself as a female, even though that's not true, even though you're a biological male, if you can pretend that you're a female, then why can't you pretend that you're a black female? Why can't you pretend that you're a 16-year-old female? Why can't you pretend that you're an 8-year-old female? Where does it stop? Who is going to step into the gap and say, no, that's not true? No one. Because the minute the progressives say, no, that's not true, they've admitted that there's a standard of truth that's bigger than their inclinations and their subjective identity claims. And here we have in Michigan... A pornographer, a guy who's been arrested for child pornography, child porn, justifying right. it, ju- justifying it by saying, "Well, I'm an eight-year-old girl." Well, we might say that's crazy. You're not, but you have to have an objective standard to confront him and to say, "No, that's not true." The Rainbow Coalition, the Rainbow Mafia, the Rainbow Cabal of subjective identity has le- led us to this ugly hell of our own making. You can claim anything today because the way you feel is now the only definition of who you are. What I'm waiting for is this convicted sex offender, who, by the way, is a 24-year-old male biologically. I guess I can't speak to him uh, with respect to his mental and psychological uh, identity. That's the point here. I'm wondering how long it's going to take for someone to appeal his conviction based on discrimination. You have discriminated against him and uh, by, by denying him his belief that he is a female and that he is eight-year-olds. Because isn't that already going on? Where males are who think they're females, or females who are think they're male, who think they're males, or at least are pretending to be, are protected under the law, and others are 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 accused of discriminating against them if they do not accept them for what they say. Isn't that the next step in this from a legal legal perspective? Logically, it has to be. Now, I'm going to assume that there are a couple progressives that listen to your show just for the sake of knowing what you say and I say and other conservatives say. Here's my question to those progressives. What gives you the right to deny this 21-year-old man's claim that he is, he identifies as an 8-year-old girl? What gives you the right to deny him that if your logic of subjective identity claims carries forth in, the, in, a, in our courts and in our culture? You can't deny him that logically. You've already made your bed and you have to lie in it. 
because you've said that um, that if a biological boy in high school wants to claim to be a girl and run against females in track, he has the right to do so. You've already said that if boys want to claim the right to a girl's restroom and a girl's locker room, regardless of their biological facts and identity, that mm-hmm. they have the right to do so. You've already said that when a man declares himself to be a woman, that women have to give over their privacy and their dignity and their identity to that man. So what gives you the right now, logically and legally, to deny this guy his claims? This is a hell of our own making. We've made our bed, and if we don't recognize this, we are in chaos. Well, we recognize it, and we're going to skip over the Elizabeth Warren story maybe for another time. Let's stay with this. We recognize that. The question is, is at what point will somebody in a legislative position or in a judicial position say that, um, you know, there either is or there isn't an arbitrary line drawn, that these people we will believe, and they can go ahead and, as you say, take away the private space of women, uh, whether it be locker rooms or changing rooms or the competitive fields, uh, but, but, but these people, well, we're not going to believe them. They they don't get the right to their own self-identification. Somebody is going to have to, like I said, put it in law, legislators or judges, and say, here's the arbitrary line we're drawing. These people we will believe. These people we will not believe. These people we will advocate on behalf of. These people we will go ahead and, as they should in this case, lock them up for their, for their, their crimes, as the case we're discussing. Well, the, the, the glimmer of hope here is that even some on the progressive left are starting to express the lunacy of what we're experiencing right now. Camille Paglia, who is no friend to conservatives, she is, uh, she's been an outed uh, lesbian for years, an academic who has written on feminism and whatnot. She has said that the radical transgender claims are harmful to feminism. Good for her. I'm glad she recognizes this. Because you can't be a feminist if you deny the female. How in the world can you be a feminist if you say that women don't exist, that they are fantasies and fabrications rather than facts? Does Camille go a la carte, though, Dr. Piper? Does she go a la carte on this? Because I'll give you somebody else. Uh, Another lesbian LGBT advocate, Martina Navratilova, has spoken out against this acceptance of transgender males or or males who want to be classified as females, but only she defends that, opposes them only on the aspect of competitive, uh, you know, uh, sports. Uh, because she, of course, is a champion athlete herself. But but the rest of it she goes along with. So there's kind of an a la carte there that a lot of people on the progressive left do when it comes to what they'll accept and what they won't. Well, there is. And I know this is a whole show, so I'm going to be very quick in closing here. It is a la carte. It is selective. It's selective at this point because they don't understand the comprehensive nature of a worldview, that your ideas affect everything, and you can't cherry-pick your rights and privileges as a female if you're going to at the same time claim that people have this subjective right to define themselves as something that they really aren't. You can't just be selective in sports. You've got to be consistent across the board. But we have the right and opportunity to challenge these people to be consistent and to be logical and to support the biological facts of our existence. Dr. Everett Piper, tremendous insight and analysis all the way around, as always. Thank you very much, sir. God bless. We'll talk to you again next week. Blessings.
All right, that's Dr. Everett Piper. Uh, I, I really, we really do need to do an hour with him, I think, at some point, because we could continue this conversation for so long, um, and, and we could have an entire show just on that subject, but we'll, uh, we'll try to work on that for a future opportunity. For now, though, we have the news directly in front of us, and we have open phone lines for your phone calls the rest of the way. Dial it up, 216-901-0945 or 888-281-1110, right here on The Authority. Welcome indeed. We continue now at 1035 on AM 1420, The Answer. I was uh, finishing up before I came back in this segment. Tweeting, and I will Facebook also, Facebook also, uh, this link to a YouTube, uh, a YouTube video posted by The Daily Caller way back on May 6th of 2019. May 6th of 2019 would be, well, let's see, May to June, June to July, uh, late July. So probably about two and a half months. May 6th of 2019 is about two and a half months before the president's infamous phone call with President Zelensky of Ukraine. Now, the Democrats yesterday took their ceremonial participation trophy pens to paper and signed the articles of impeachment to be sent to the United States Senate for trial, arguing that what the president did on that phone call, July 25th of 2019, merited his impeachment. That they are merely reacting to what happened in that phone call, especially when they became aware of it thanks to a whistleblower who didn't hear the phone call, but heard from somebody else who heard the phone call and said, this is bad. And and in doing their constitutional duty, they had to react to that phone call and move forward with an investigation, an impeachment inquiry. And then, sadly, they say, they, they realized they had to move forward with an actual, an, impe- an actual impeachment, which they did. And then they drafted the articles and passed them, all because of what they heard on a phone call. Well, this supercut of audio and video, you can only hear the audio portion, though, this supercut of audio of Democrats in the Congress and in the media screaming for impeachment was posted two and a half months before that phone call. An impeachment investigation by the House Judiciary Committee is all but inevitable. We're closer to impeachment now, I think, than we think. It'll be day one of the new Congress. Impeachment. Impeachment. Impeached. Impeachment. Impeach 45. Impeachment. 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 Impeachment process. Impeachment. Impeach. Impeachment. I continue to say, impeach him. Impeachment. 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 Because we're going to go in there, we're going to impeach the As you will see, the special counsel's report states that his... Quote, investigation did not establish that members of the Trump campaign conspired or coordinated with the Russian government in its election interference activities. 
When you read that report in detail and you start out with what happened with Russia, to me, it looks like obstruction. Impeach 45! Impeach 45! Impeach 45! Impeach 45! Impeach 45! Impeach 45! There are a lot of disparate things that have gone on, many of which do not speak to the underlying matter of collusion with Russia. But boy, there's a whole room of smoke uh, without seeing a fire yet. Collusion. 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 Russia collusion. Russia collusion. Trump Russia collusion. Russian collusion. Collusion with Russia. Collusion. Collusion. Russia collusion. It is Russian collusion. My collusion. Conspiracy. Has it been proven 100%? Absolutely not. I believe he's getting closer to discovering what Americans were and are involved in collusion with the Russians. It's sort of like, what do I want to hear now, now that the Mueller reports? I want to hear... Russia collusion. Collusion. Collusion conspiracy. Collusion with Russia. Collusion. Corruption. Obstruction. Collusion. Russia collusion. Collusion. Trump. Russia collusion. The conspiracy of collusion between the Trump campaign and Russia. Collusion with Russian spies to sell out our democracy and hijack the presidency. Collusion. Collusion in the election. Russia. Russia. Russians. The Russians. Russia collusion. Russia probe. It's Russian investigation. Russia. Vladimir Putin's Kremlin. Putin. Putin. Vladimir Putin. Putin's Putin. Putin. Vladimir Putin. Vladimir Putin. Vladimir Putin. Putin's Russia. Vladimir Putin. Vladimir Putin. Vladimir Putin. Vladimir Putin. I've got another minute and a half of this. But I'll stop there because I think you get the point. All of those things, all of those calls for impeachment based on collusion with Russia that never happened. All of those calls for impeachment based on conspiracy with Russia never happened. All of those calls for impeachment based on the fact that he simply won the election and he wasn't supposed to. All of those calls for impeachment came long before the July 25th, 2019 phone call with Ukraine. And yet now, these lying demon rat politicians sit there, smiling through their teeth, posing with their little participation trophy pens, saying, we did it, we impeached him, we impeached him, on something that never even happened when they started screaming impeachment. I just I want all of the hypocrisy to be laid bare for all to see. That's why I tweeted this coming into this segment, and I'll put it on my Facebook page as well. All of the screams of impeach 45, impeachment, 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 literally began three years ago. Dare I remind you of this as well, because this made some noise about a month ago or so. Remember the fact that the attorney for the whistleblower announced Back in January of 2017, right after President Trump was was uh, was uh, inaugurated, announced that the coup is underway. The coup has started. The whistleblower's attorney said in 2017, calling for impeachment. How can they impeach him on a Ukrainian phone call that they didn't like when that Ukrainian phone call was still two and a half years away? But that's what they were screaming. That just lets you know, I want the farce. I want the hypocrisy of it all. I want it all laid bare for all to see. And you need, my friends, when I tell you we have a country to save, obviously it's not my line. That's how Larry Elder starts the show every night. But I love it, so I'm borrowing it. 
When we tell you we have a country to save, it doesn't just mean listen to talk radio like this and nod your head and say, yeah. You got to convince other people, too. You got to share it. You have to put these links into your emails to your friends. You need to have these conversations. Text these things to your moderate friends. Now, you're not going to make get any headway uh, sharing this information with died in the wool impeachment uh, liberals. But if there are people who just are trying to figure it all out, you need to lay this all bare. Play for them, Sharia Tlaib, and her, we're going to impeach the mother blanker. In January of 2019, a full seven months before the phone call that supposedly is what is driving this impeachment. We're going to impeach the mother blanker, she said. Share that all of this. Share all of the Maxine Waters clips. Share all of the shifts and the Nadlers and the Schumers and the, and the Lemons and the Cuomos and the CNN and MSNBC. Share it all. They've wanted him impeached long before the phone call, which makes the phone call to Ukraine almost irrelevant. Andrew is in Cleveland on AM 1420, The Answer. Hi, Andrew. Go ahead. Bob, how are you? It's great to be on. Good to hey, have you, sir. Listening to your other guest, you know, two things. Number one, the, the right really dropped the ball at the start of this whole movement when they stopped calling these people mentally ill. You know, it is a mental health issue, and, and I know they like to ignore the facts when they're not in their favor, but the fact is is that it usually correlates when somebody thinks there's something that they're not, it usually correlates with a mental health uh, issue. They've got a way higher suicide rate. They've got um, way higher rates of other type of mental health issues. And it all, it all, you know, combines. And and we stopped talking about mental health uh, a long time ago. And now you can't bring that back. And I don't know why, but you can't bring it back. The other thing is, is I don't know, you know, I, I work for the city of Cleveland. And, you know, a 42-year-old, a white male, it would be nice if somebody applied for a city of Cleveland job and just called their bluff on this stuff and say, okay, yeah, I'm a 42-year-old white male, but I um, feel like I'm a black female, 25-year-old black female. That's what I <clears throat> identify as. And use the affirmative action um, that a black female would get to get hired for the job and go ahead and call their bluff and, hey, tell me I'm not a black female and call their bluff and see what happens. And, and that's maybe the way, you know, it ought to be handled is, is to start a movement of that sort and make the left eat it, shove it right down their throat and make them eat it. I think that's what we should do. I love the idea, um, and it does need to be exposed. First of all, your your other points about mental illness are right. I, I've I've long said this. I don't make fun of transgenders, or at least I try my very best not to. I literally say, help these people. Help these people, the ones who are legitimately mentally, psychologically ill, where they, they look down and they deny what their eyes tell them, what they deny what their eyes see, you know, in terms of their genitalia, their chromosomes, etc. cetera. Uh, the ones who are legitimately psychologically confused, I want them to, to get help. I don't want them to be mocked. Now, the other ones who are just saying it for the purposes of trying to get out of trouble, like this guy claiming, hey, you can't charge me as an adult. I'm an eight-year-old. I'm an eight-year-old girl. Uh, this stuff on my computer is just something that appeals to me as a child. You can't punish me that way. Those people, a different story. So I'm with you 100% on that. As far as challenging it and exposing it, uh, you're right. If they did it with a job application, I think an even better way 
would be for a white student who has been denied admission despite having really good credentials to a college or university, while others are taken under the uh, affirmative action education and admission requirements that many schools uh, continue to implement. If they are denied admission as who they are, say, no, no, you don't understand. I may have checked Caucasian, but that's because of what color my skin is. Uh, Inside and mentally, I feel, as you said, like an African-American female or something. Now you check off two boxes on the um, diversity scale here. Now will you accept me? And if they say no, well, now you've got a discrimination case here. How can you tell me I'm not what I say I am when you are acknowledging other students already on your campus who are biological males but say they're female? and are running track for your female team. So I think there, there is a way probably for students, maybe job applicants as well, to really, if somebody is gutsy enough to do it, to blow this whole thing open. And that's, you know, you kind of almost have to have a full court press, yeah. you know, with sports, with school, college, jobs, everything. And, and really start pressing them on these issues. You know, and the other thing to do it, it, as well, Andrew, and thanks for the call, my friend. It's a great point you, you brought up uh, coming off of the conversation with uh, with Dr. Piper is, again, just walk into a public building that declares, uh, you know, open, you know, uh, uh, um, uh, transgender uh, uh, facilities to be, how am I trying to say? I'm, I'm clumsy on this. I apologize public facilities that are declared to be gender neutral in other words if you are a male biologically but feel female you can go into the female shower room the female locker room at at public facilities pools uh uh, gyms uh, rec centers etc if they have this i'm just waiting for a male to to walk in and 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 announce i'm a i'm a a chick i'm a female that's how i feel uh stop me from going in here and, and and be stopped, be restrained, be arrested maybe. And then let's call this whole thing out. Who gets to be the arbiter of what is a legitimate, quote-unquote, feeling of being female or male? And the answer is nobody. Nobody can, li- can, can literally arbitrate that. You have to resort back to one thing, science. What does science say you are? You have male genitalia. You have XY chromosomes. You you are a male. You are XX. You, you, whatever it is, you, we have to resort back to science. Because if we get into determining what's in somebody's mind and how they feel, it is rife for uh, with fraud. And it is something that can obviously have devastating consequences. It's a great call. Uh, I appreciate that. I don't know if anybody's going to have the guts to challenge those things in such a way, though. LaGrange, uh, David. You're on AM 1420 yes. answer. Go ahead, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, last caller just took away what I was going to say. And I was going to say, when when are they going to start putting the LGBTQ community inside the affirmative action policy? And next thing is, do you remember when always the feminine mm-hmm. products, that they had to take the symbol of Venus, which represents the female yeah. sex, off yeah. the box? I did. When are they going to go after Victoria's Secret? and all the other lingerie companies demanding that LGBTQ people are represented in their 
uh, advertisement of the That's product. that that yeah, not just their advertisement, but in their stores. Now now, there's not too many indoor malls anymore when you walk by, but but there are some South Park Center in Strongsville, for example. You walk by the um, the Victoria's Secret store, right? And what do you see? You still see beautiful models uh, on giant posters in the windows wearing lingerie, and it's an attempt, of course, to get women to go in there and say, "I want to look like that. I want to buy that stuff." When is a transgender model, in other words, a biological male, going to say, dress me in that stuff and put me on your window? And if you don't, you're discriminating against me uh, based on uh, based on my gender. Uh, forget about my actual sex. We're talking about gender here. I feel like a female. If you don't put me and my hairy legs and my beard in your lingerie on your windows, then I'm suing Victoria's Secret. Because you know what, David? That's what it's going to take. That, that, and that's going to happen eventually. And, and, and then, then, then push will come to shove, and we'll see how dedicated they are to this insanity. It's, it's right, not a matter of if, it's when. Yeah, you're right. And, and you know what? In my opinion, sooner rather than later. I would like to see that happen sooner rather than later. It's insane. It's disgusting. I don't ever want to see that, but I want to see if they're going to draw the line. And then I want to see who gets to draw the line. Who decides whether or not this is legitimate or whether this is pretend and whether or not this is something that we can abide by? Who gets to be the arbiter? And since no one should have that responsibility or right to determine who is mentally ill and who is just pranking the system, then we've got to go back to the one thing that doesn't lie. Chromosomal, physiological, and anatomical science. Back after this. France, here on AM 1420, The Answer. Hey, uh, super quick here, since we just heard that Hugh Hewitt uh, uh, promo about Bernie surging, I, I just have to hit this. I know you heard it last night, or you, or you heard it earlier today or something. The CNN released it yesterday, the... Um, uh, the uh, off-mic or supposedly off-mic conversation, which was caught on the lapel mic of uh, Senator um, uh, Elizabeth Warren in a conversation with Bernie Sanders after the debate the other night. I think you called me a liar on national TV. I think you called me a liar on national TV. Let's not do it right now. You want to have that discussion? We'll have that discussion. You called me. You told me. All right, let's not do it. Now. Not, I don't want to get meal, but I just want to say hi, Bernie. Yeah, good. <laughs> Steyer comes in there and interrupts it. You've heard it before. Bernie, I mean, uh, Warren says, you called me a liar on national TV. Why didn't Bernie Sanders respond the way he should have and said, yeah, what was I thinking, Hiawatha? <laughs> Seriously. Oh, my bad. You're right. You're not a liar at all, Pocahontas. You've been lying your entire professional career. How dare I call you a liar about something you're claiming I said on national television? That's what I was waiting for Bernie to do there. Um, TJ in Cleveland. Go ahead, TJ. Yeah, you know, Bob, in regards to your guest yesterday about combat medics, you know, nobody knows more than a grunt how special human beings combat medics are. And I want your listeners to hear the name of a young Asian American from Southern California. His name was Loy Howe. He was our combat medic. On February 3rd, during the 1968 Tet Offensive, Loy crawled all over a battlefield under intense fire to administer aid to fallen uh, comrades before he himself was killed. And a little-known fact about the Vietnam War, the North Vietnamese communists intentionally targeted our medics. 
even though that was against the Geneva Convention, they didn't care. And our medics knew that they were primary targets, and that did not stop them from doing their duty. Uh, I just hope Loy is resting in peace now. God, God bless him, and I'm so glad you followed up on that, TJ, because I knew you would be interested in that conversation yesterday and in that film. Again, it starts on uh, the 24th, and I know that's something that you and, well, not just you and other Vietnam veterans, but really anybody who wants to pay tribute to these heroes uh, certainly wants to see. Um, that is a, a phenomenal, phenomenal uh, story. Thank you, my friend. Rick and Illyria next. Go ahead, Rick. Yeah, uh, worst-case scenario, Trump gets impeached by the Senate, Pence takes over, pardons Trump for whatever needs to be pardoned, Trump runs for re-election, gets elected, wins the electoral, wins the popular vote, I've, I've heard I've heard a lot of people. Yeah, face. I've heard a lot of people suggest that 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 can't happen, Rick, and it won't happen. I do appreciate the phone call, uh, but uh, no, let's 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 try to stay with reality here. And uh, there's two things: Trump is either removed from office or he's not removed from office, which we know he won't be, and he runs for re-election in December or in November and wins, and that is what's going to happen. Todd in Ward One to wrap it up. Todd, I got a minute. Go ahead, buddy. Yo, Bob. In the pursuit of being correct in the accurate assessment of facts, Smith and Davis are African American. They were appointed by um by Trump. Fanaticalism is not a word. <laughs> and you should follow my lead on that. If you really want to be right, then admit when you're wrong. Having said all of that, I think Wait, 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 wait. Hold, on, hold on, hold on. What am I what am I admitting to? If you want to be right, it's good to be able to admit when you're wrong. No, having I get it. But that, admit what? What are you saying I'm wrong that I should admit to? I missed it. I'll get you next time. But having said that in reference to today's topic. Yeah, I don't recognize the term transgender. As long as you keep using the term, they're going to keep thinking that it's legitimate, and it's not. That's a good point. It's an interesting point. I just don't know what the solution to that problem is, Todd. If we're referring to people who are one sex and identify gender themselves as masters. another. Gender what? Gender masters. That's what they're doing. Gender they're masters. masters. Oh, maskers. Like M-A-S-K. M-A-S-K. Yeah. Maskers. It's, okay. It's not, it's not an insulting term. It's an accurate assessment of the fact. I got you. I like it, Todd. I do. Thank you, my friend. I appreciate the call. God bless. Uh, I, you know, I don't use it to insult or anything else. I use it because we have to describe the situation somehow. All right. Great uh, phone calls today. Great conversations today. Thanks so much. Stay where you are. Mike Gallagher is next. We'll see you tomorrow on Free For All Friday. Enjoy the silence. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for donald trump to hire i find out the worst enemy that i'm going to face in my life is right here in america they took my assessment and they wanted me to change it i was like i'm not changing it they had to get rid of flynn with in-depth interviews archival footage and never before seen personal record to the man behind the headlines i just felt like i was drowning flynn deliver the truth whatever the cost available now watch it today go to salemnow.com salemnow.com